Welcome to the Wildly Confident Podcast, where we discuss all the ways to help you get more confident, make more money, and get the results you want in your life stacked. I'm Katherine Weisner, your host. I'm a certified life coach through the Life Coach School and the creatrix of my own multi-million dollar business. Hey you, so glad you're here for the next 10 minutes up-leveling your life. I am going to be talking to you today about something called epigenetics. And epigenetics is uh, basically a way that you can change your genetic destiny by changing your behavior and environment. And it's becoming pretty accepted science these days. And I have personal experience with epigenetics in my own life. I uh, was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis when I was 18 years old, and I was on medication for years. I mean, I, I tested positive for it multiple, multiple times, and I decided at a certain point in my life that I did not want to be on medications for the rest of my life. I did not like the way that felt, and I started doing tons of research into how to basically turn, flip the switch of rheumatoid arthritis from on to off in my life, and I did that through... Uh, changing my thoughts around it, okay, and also changing uh, my environment. So changing my diet and doing some lifestyle things. And uh, it was absolutely one of the most powerful experiences I ever had in my life. I went from someone who's taking a number of pills every day to like within a year of making a decision I wasn't going to be doing that anymore to not having to take anything. And I have only... Uh, had uh, two other kind of like relapses that happened when I was pregnant and I was able to control those like immediately and hardly had to take anything. It was it's just been an amazing experience to know how powerful our minds are and how powerful um, just changing our behaviors can really change our health. And I, the second time that happened to me, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis and um, I did the same thing. I got diagnosed and I immediately went to changing my behaviors and environments. And within a year, I was completely off of my medication. And I have been in complete remission ever since. And I feel great. So yes, I totally believe in epigenetics. I think for some reason, like our thoughts, behaviors, environments can turn certain genes on. And I think we can also just turn them off. And so something that I have been talking about with clients lately has to do with um trauma or fears that are passed on in genes and how to potentially turn off the trauma, turn off those uh, fears. Because sometimes like I have a client that like has a fear to something and they don't really know why. And they're like, I've never had an experience with this. I don't know why I'm afraid of this. Like, why is this happening to me? Maybe like a fear of crowds, for example. And They've never had a personal traumatic experience with that. But something that um, I've been reading a lot more in epigenetic studies is that trauma actually can be passed on in the genes, okay? And it also can be turned off as well, much like with my uh, autoimmune uh, diseases I was diagnosed with. They were turned on and then you can turn them off. So, but unless we're conscious of these things, right? Unless we become aware of them, we're not going to be able to turn them off. So the first step in kind of starting to look at things you might want to try to change in your life epigenetically is looking, being aware, looking at what you might want to change. 
And it's this awareness that is going to basically get you 50% of, of the way there. Because once you become aware of something, right, something that's hold, maybe holding you back, maybe like, for example, someone has a fear of crowds and they're like, I don't ever want to go into large crowds, but I have no idea why. You know, I don't know where this came from. I don't know. It's just like the way it's always been for them, right? They know it's holding them back, but they don't know any other reality. They don't think it's possible to get rid of. They just think it's their reality. And I just want to share actually this cool experiment that was done in 2013 with mice. And it's a little sad too. So, but basically, um, the the male mice were subjected to a shock every time they smelled cherry blossoms. And this went on for two weeks. And at this point, they take the mice, the male mice away, they breed them with female mice. And then the female mice have never been exposed to the shock cherry blossom thing. They've never even smelled cherry blossoms. They take the male mice out of the situation. The moms have the babies. And once the babies are adults, they expose them to the smell of cherry blossoms. And guess what happens? The babies freak out. They get really anxious. They get really fearful, okay? And this is one of the studies that are is used. It was done by Diaz et al. in 2013 to um, really show that these types of things like fears and experiences get encoded in genes and can be passed on, right, from parent to child, even from a male parent, right? Like a parent that wasn't at all involved with the nurturing or caring for the child. It wasn't like this was something they witnessed. It was literally passed on genetically, this fear of cherry blossoms. And this actually doesn't just stop with this generation. The next generation of mice also have a fear of cherry blossoms. (laughs) So So sometimes when you have a block in your life, it can be really hard to see because there isn't anything that specifically happened to you that you can be like, oh my gosh, I had this horrible trauma that happened with getting shocked every time I had cherry blossoms. I smelled cherry blossoms. Like for the next generation after or even the generation after that, they never actually had that tangible experience, but yet they're afraid of cherry blossoms. I do kind of this thought work with people around money all the time because like all, so many people are in scarcity mindset. And I think it's really true that, you know, generations prior, there was a lot more scarcity. You know, now there's tons of abundance everywhere. Like there's so much upward, there's so much mobility. You have so many options. But 100 years ago, 200 years ago, there was so much more extreme poverty and scarcity was real. It's not real anymore. I mean, for some people it is. So I don't want to, I don't want to discredit that. Um, But for the most part, look around. You know, you probably have more than one pair of shoes, one outfit to wear. You probably have plenty of food in your refrigerator, right? And it's just not a reality anymore. But yet we are still have such a scarcity mindset because I think it gets passed on epigenetically the same way that smelling these cherry blossoms created fear for people. And so, you know, we think about um, money, for example, like a lot of people feel like, like have a lot of like thoughts around that are limiting, that are scarce. And they just think that's the way the world is. And they're not even seeing that it's probably possible that they this is just something that's being this fear is just being passed on from generation to generation from a trauma that happened 100 years ago, 200 years ago. And they're not even recognizing it as being something that's wrong because it didn't happen to them like in their lifetime right? So it's becoming aware. 
that you even have some of these limiting beliefs, even if you don't know where they came from, because they could have come from a prior generation as we just kind of put together the cherry blossom experiment. But the cool news about the cherry blossom experiment is uh, they were able to reverse this. So they took mice that had been at first, you know, sensitized to the cherry blossom with the shock, and then they desensitized those mice. And then those mice that were desensitized to it, meaning they were able to cher- smell cherry blossoms again without freaking out about it, they uh, went on to produce um, little baby mice that were not afraid of cherry blossoms. So you can unlearn this stuff. You can flip the switch in yourself from on to off, but you have to become aware of it and intentional around it. If you aren't conscious that you have something holding you back or blocking you, then you are never going, You well, not never, but you're going to have a harder time trying to change it. And some people might look at that study or talk to me about my auto, me being able to change the destiny of my autoimmune diseases um, and say like, oh, well, you know, you're like the one off. And maybe I am. I don't know, but I don't, I choose to believe that I'm not. I choose to believe that like, I didn't just do it once, I did it twice, okay? And I choose to believe that we have control over our uh, genes, Our genetics are not our destiny. Our genes are not our destiny. Just because there's some trauma or inside of us that we feel and we can't identify where it comes from, it doesn't mean we have to live our whole lives in fear. Just because we have an autoimmune issue come up or some other health issue, like I even had migraines I had for years years and I don't have any anymore. And I was really intentional about figuring out why they started environmentally for me and what I need to do to get back to a healthy state where I wasn't having them. Haven't had them. Five years, no migraines. And it feels great <laughs> to feel like you have some control over your life. So whether or not you um, any of this stuff is real or not, I'm choosing to believe it is because it makes me feel good. And I always want to choose things that make me feel good. It makes me feel like I have some control over my life. And so I know that if something comes up with my health again, that I can try to change it by doing different things with my thoughts, my behavior, and my environment to make myself well again. I've done it in the past and I can do it again. So that's it for this week's episode. I do not have a micro practice for you other than just to think about this. What do you want to believe about epigenetics and your health? Do you want to believe that you have some control over it? Is there a health uh, issue uh, that you would like to change? Is there some sort of fear that you have that you don't understand why you have it? Just start to play around with some of these thoughts and see if you get any guidance um, on it and check in with yourself. So thanks so much for joining this week and I will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank you for joining. I hope you come back next week. Join my mailing list to get notified of my podcast. Follow me on Instagram at at Kat Weisner and check out my website. I've got tons of free stuff on there at www.klwcoaching.com.